Hey guys, welcome back to our show. I have such a cool announcement to make. Um, Skincare Anarchy will be expanding. We have some really fun, exciting news, um, and it's all in the works right now. But basically, we're going to be giving you guys a one-place monthly um, stop to really see all the features we've done and um, not only just listening to our show but actually putting that into um a way that you can consume it you know when you're sitting around when you're um just you know chilling or whatever right so i'm not going to tell you guys too much but just stay tuned and keep your eyes open because i think you're going to really love what we're doing we're anticipating um all of this to come together by the end of this year so probably around the holiday season if not then definitely for the new year so stay tuned for that also we have more episodes coming up of Jan Marini's masterclass. Now, we're going to be doing three more episodes with her, and the next one that's coming up is all about debunking skincare myths. Now, this is going to be an amazing episode because some of the questions that we have here for Jan are just some of the big, heavy hitters that all of us are always wondering about, um, you know, and there's a lot of misunderstanding in the industry about all of these things, so stay tuned for that. That is coming up next month. Um, I think you guys are going to love that one. I know that um, her first two Masterclass episodes have been a huge hit with you guys, so thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Um, we love you so much here at Skincare. The whole team is working so hard to bring you the best content that we can and if any of you want to hear from any of the brands that you love or any suggestions please do not hesitate you guys can always email me my email is ekta ekta at skincare anarchy podcast all one word.com now um i'm gonna leave it at that but stay tuned and this episode is a really great one i know a lot of you love true botanicals as do i it's a phenomenal brand and i hope you love the show thanks guys So welcome back to the show, and today I have with me one of my favorite brands. This brand is so phenomenal, and I have been loving all of their products. I'm truly obsessed, um, and I know a lot of you have heard of them and used them um, regularly, as you know from what I've seen. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the facial therapist for True Botanicals, Noelle Simons. Welcome to the show, Noelle. I'm so excited you're here. Um, I would love it if you would dive into um, your background and how you got involved with, uh, you know, the company and the brand and uh, what your vision has always been for beauty and skin health. Wow, it's a lot. Um, (laughs) Well, you know, I kind of took the traditional approach of, you know, going to college after high school. And after a couple of years of, you know, taking general classes and, um, not really finding anything that I was in love with or passionate about, I Mm. decided to um, look at a bunch of esthetician schools that were in the area. So I was, you know, found my love for skincare much earlier, I guess, than college, but um, it actually, let me start over here. Yeah, go ahead. Seriously, it's fine. Um, Okay. Yeah. So the question is, you know, how did I find myself in skincare? So actually I'm going to go back to high school because my mom, she raised, I have five kids in my family and she raised all of us at home. And when me and my younger sister were in high school, she decided 
that, you know, she was ready to start working and find things for herself. So she actually went to massage therapy and esthetician school um, Mm -hmm. while I was in high school. And I, you know, skincare and beauty was something that me and my sisters were always really interested in. We grew up like so hairy. We were always waxing our eyebrows and legs and things (laughs) like that. So it was something that we were always really interested in. And then you know, seeing my mom go through school, I definitely think even though I didn't know it at the time, that kind of just showed me that there are other options. So like I was saying before, I went after high school, I went to college, I was, you know, taking my generals and things like that. And after not really feeling like any of those career paths were the one for me, I decided to go and tour a bunch of esthetician schools that were in the area. Um, And I think I chose that path is because obviously my mom had done it just a couple of years before. So after going to school, um, I did a master's esthetician program. So it's 1200 hours, which is a little bit, it's more like double what most states do. Um, I'm not sure about like that, actually. I would love for you to like briefly tell us about that because I don't know how much training you do in esthetician school like is it like anything or how does that work it's you know it's really different depending on the state most states require 600 hours so you could that could be done in about like six months if you're going full-time so the school united was a full year um, of doing it full time. And, you know, you learn so many things. It's not just, you know, learning about skin and skin layers and all the functions of the skin. You have to like kind of dive into like basic chemistry and biology and all of these things that you wouldn't expect um, as an esthetician, right? A lot of people think, oh, this is going to be easy. But when you think about it, you have to know how the skin is functioning and how you know, the products, which, you know, involves chemistry, what that entails and how that's going to affect the skin. Right. And that's a really solid point though. I want to pause there for just a second, because this actually came up in my um, just routine conversation today. So it's really actually ironic that you're bringing it up um, is this idea of this emerging realization I think in the mind of not just consumers but I think um other beauty and industry professionals that are not science-based um they're starting to gain this appreciation and this understanding of why it's important to have people who are very grounded in science right like at the heart of things and I, I feel like it's like a movement because I I remember like when I had first started um you know just my dermal unity account now just posting random pictures you know skincare mm-hmm. um time it was so like chaotic so like now I I feel like I'm seeing the structure like the structure of it more right where it's like what you said the chemistry and the biology and the the training that you need is truly on this like um you know overview level when it comes to the science so I'm really glad the industry is coming to this realization and you know we're able to like openly talk about this now (laughs) definitely (laughs) definitely and you know I think it's it's something that in the beauty industry, you know, you go to school and maybe you don't, you don't talk about these things. It doesn't come up in conversation, you know, what's going on in your stratum corneum, like those, that's just doesn't roll off the tongue. So I think it's, it, 
it's wonderful to see how professionals now are kind of, you know, flexing their muscles and showing all the knowledge that they had to acquire um, to get where they are or be who they are and be that really, you know, pillar of knowledge for, you know, the community. Yeah, no, yeah, I completely agree with, um, I, I don't know, I just completely agree with the approach of just like, uh, you know, a brand that can be really science backed, but not like in your face about it, because mm-hmm. the you know what I'm saying? And that's like kind of like the the vibe I'm getting from just everything you've told us so far. Um, and just, you know, the just about you in general, I guess, um, in the sense that, you know, I think most people who are um, you know, in this field, in, in the medical field, aesthetics field, you learn all the science and you come to a point where it's just like you, you know it innately. And I think all we really needed for a long time was the safe space for people to be like, wait a minute, I know the science. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, exactly. I- yeah. And so like, I feel like that's, I, you know, I may sound redundant saying this again and again, but I feel like that's an emerging um, like trend, you know, right now. And I love, I absolutely love it. And I, so, you know, I really want to ask you though, um, for everyone listening that just wants to know, like, how is that? Like, so you have your training and then you start working for a brand like, uh, you know, True Botanicals and you have the idea of like applying this, right? So how Uh does that work? corporate setting for a skincare brand, like being a science background and applying that? You know, I think when you're in school, it's so much is happening and you're like, oh, like you have all this knowledge. And when you get to apply it, I don't, for me, it was kind of like taking the training rails off. You, it just becomes very natural. Like, especially, you know, you practice facials in the treatment room and things like that. And then when you are able to get into your own space, I think it's, it just helps you apply all of that knowledge. And every time you go into a situation, you're going to keep learning and, you know, growing onto that foundation. Um, and I think, you know, working for a brand like True Botanicals, who, you know, all of our products are very much within, you know, science, making sure that all of the products are really effective, whether, you know, they're derived, you know, a natural ingredient like jojoba seed oil or something like L-ascorbic acid, which is vitamin C. Um, Watching how, you know, the science does go into every single one of those ingredients, no matter if it is that, you know, quote unquote, natural ingredient, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it absolutely makes sense. For me, it, it makes, you know, the most sense to, if I'm honest, because true botanicals, I'm not going to lie, you know, when I really dove into the brand, tried a lot of the things that I'm just now obsessed with. One of them is the boob cream. Yes. Uh, I'm obsessed with it. And, you know, I like every product that I really, truly enjoy, I really enjoy. And there's a place and there's a reason why that product by true botanicals is in my routine. And I think that, that is, it's like, you know, it's like a fine wine, right? Like you mm-hmm. discover collection of you know wine and you know you go to someone's house and they're showing you and it's like everything in the collection has a purpose it has a very specific you know direction that it's going in from the science perspective and I can see that as a consumer and also as a science enthusiast I can see that and it's clear but it's not like I said it's not in your face it's not like you 
pools everywhere. And you know what I mean? It's still a beautiful aesthetic, but it's it's so innately tied into the brand. So I, I want to um, focus on that a little bit more and really talk to you about, you know, um, what were some of the stories, you know, like the the stories of, of diving into the brand and some of the science, like the nerd out stuff. I want to hear some of that. Yeah. Well, you know, the first thing that really drew me into True Botanicals, I went to a very like holistic school where I was in Utah at the time. So like medical aesthetics is huge. Like as an esthetician, you can do laser hair removal and all of those things. Um, And although I learned those things, it didn't really allure to me that much as much as the holistic approach and, you know, the well-being that goes in with skincare. And Mm -hmm. so something that I loved about True Botanicals is not only did they have, you know, the non-toxic certification made safe, which I had never really heard of until I, you know, discovered them. And I was really looking into like, what is made safe? Like what makes something non-toxic? Because, you know, as you know, in the beauty industry, you know, clean, natural, all of these things for the past, you know, five, maybe even 10 years have been at the forefront, kind of getting more and more, you know, light and more of an importance put on them. Um, So I was really impressed by even, you know, what is made safe and it really goes down to, you know, the nitty gritty and, you know, joining the team and meeting Trinina on our team who she handles all of the made safe certifications. It goes down to all the way to the seed of the products that we're using those ingredients, they track it from seed all the way to delivery to your door so it was so interesting to see, you know what that process was like and what's so interesting too is even Trinina she used to you know make our products you know in the office they had a laboratory and you know as a smaller brand she would make some of the products for the treatment room and things like that and so that those are all like really special things that I think um was really cool to see and I I can't say be a part of because it was already happening before I joined, but um, just really amazing to see that True Botanicals put such an effort on not only the clinical trials, which, you know, draws people in, but um, I think that made safe certification and, you know, tracking all of the things that make something non-toxic is a huge, is a huge commitment. Yeah, no, it is. And that's why, you know, I really, kind of went in this direction for this interview because I'm going to be honest and I, and I really hate gray area answers about things in this industry. I'm getting very annoyed with it at this point. Mm-hmm. I've seen it so much from other brands and I've, I've seen it so much from everybody, right? All of us. Um, we, we, we answer things in very gray areas, but one thing I really appreciate about True Botanicals, and I hope everyone listening, like you take heed to this because this is very unique for me that this brand is aesthetically appealing to the person who loves clean beauty, green beauty, organic beauty. You love the natural aspect of skin health. You love, you know, you know what I mean? Like you love the herbs and the, and the natural remedies and stuff, but you don't want to compromise in the science. Mm-hmm. Right? That's exactly. what we're talking about like I did that whole clean beauty panel I don't know if you had a chance to catch that but I you know we did a whole clean beauty panel and that really sparked some conversation I remember with some people and I I was like really like at that point I've I've, I've come to this understanding that yes you can choose green beauty and organic beauty but most brands are relying on you wanting that as their marketing tactics and they yeah. don't 
real data. And so what happens in that situation is when we focus on words like clean, organic, green, you're getting rid of the brands that are doing that, but they still have their science on point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're kind of diluting that effort out. And that's what I'm trying to say is that true botanicals. That's why I don't feel like there's a, a true competitor for this brand in this market right now for skincare, because it's genuinely a clean brand, but it's very science heavy. And that's rare. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's so interesting you say that because, you know, before I found true botanicals, I, as an esthetician, you know, always wanted great results. Like that is why we're doing skincare, right? Is to have those great results. But I felt very, um, like I couldn't expand past that natural green, clean product because, you know, in my soul, I was like, oh, I can't use something that I know is not good for, you know, my health or the world or things like that. And so when I found True Botanicals, it was like, the most exciting day right because it was like everything I had been looking for where I didn't feel like I was missing out um but I could still have all of the clean and holistic aspects of my skincare that were so important I love that I love that you said that and I you know I'm I definitely understand you know the sentiment around you just don't want to compromise you don't want a brand or something you're standing behind to take the easy way out there are no shortcuts to like true brilliant innovation. You know what I mean? There's just no way. And I think that's one of the things that I think in the natural skincare world in this area, this specific area of just, you know, um, using like botanicals and stuff, people need to understand that there's a lot of science there and you're going to have to give people, you you need to start expecting brands to take longer to formulate good products. You know what I'm like? You don't, exactly. don't be like, okay, you've been one year in the making because that means they're not doing anything. You have to look at brands that have real brilliance behind them. And that's why, you know, um, this whole, it it just boggles my mind. I know I'm like going in circles about this, Noel, but it boggles my mind, this whole clean green beauty thing, because I think it just, it dumbs down so much that would make brands stand out in people's minds. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, So like strongly about it, but yeah, I mean, I love the brand. I love that, you know, you have such a integrative background and I, and I feel like that is just amazing that they really like, you know, um, sought out like the perfect person to like represent what they stand for. I love that. Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like they're the perfect fit for me as well. I am so happy to be with Shrub Chanicles. Yeah. So I want to know, um, on, you know, on a lighter front, like what is one of your favorite like routines that's you know, just simple. And you can, you like to recommend it to people if you were to like a three-step routine um, using the brand, because I think that's one of the things people have the most difficulty with. It's just a simple routine that they can shop for from a brand that they really want to try. So I would love if you were to pick three products in the whole line and it was just for the average consumer, what would you? Well, I always tell people when I, because I do skin consultations and things like that, for true botanicals. And I always say, you know, the best way to start is always with that three-step routine. Once you conquer that three-step routine, I mean, if you wanted to add on things, you can, but that, which I'll talk about the products that I'm recommending, but all of those things are going to, you can do your your cleanse, your treatment, and your moisturization in those three steps. Um, And those are the key pillars to skincare. So, um, some of my favorite products, I definitely, I'll start with the cleanser. So 
I love our ginger turmeric cleansing balm. I love it because I don't know if you've used cleansing balms um, before. I'm sure you have, but oftentimes when I would use a cleansing balm, I loved the way it would, you know, take off makeup, but it often felt, you know, a little bit like there was a layer on your skin where you didn't quite get it all off or get caught in your eyelashes and things like that. Yes. Yes. I've, I've had that. I hate it's like that. a struggle, right? So our ginger turmeric cleansing balm is my absolute favorite balm because it melts away with water. The water doesn't even have to be like warm or hot. It like lukewarm water works just fine. And it makes your skin feel so silky and soft and literally all of your makeup sunscreen is off the skin. Um, and it's such an easy step. Like you don't have to do the double cleanse if you don't want to. Um, so I always recommend the ginger turmeric cleansing balm. It's great, you know, for all skin types, including sensitive skin. Um, so that's definitely the first step. And then our second step, I have to go with our Chibula active serum. So this is a hyaluronic acid serum that is powered by the Chibula plant, which is an amazing antioxidant that has been found to have cascading antioxidant properties, meaning it can last much longer throughout the day than a traditional antioxidant. So that is going to help fight five different sides of aging and hydrate your skin. So it's such like a, it's a mega serum. It's like, you just need that serum such a good one for all skin types as well. And then for a moisturizer, I would definitely say one of our Pure Radiance oils. Um, we have three different kinds. So depending on your skin type, you can find one for you. But what makes them so special is they have these natural biocompatible seed oils that doesn't just lay on the surface of your skin. So you're probably, you know, when you think of oils, oftentimes people say that should be the very last step of your routine. It's going to help lock in all the moisture, right? Yeah. Our yeah. oils are different. Um, they're made with these really light, small molecule seed oils. And what that does is it helps to actually absorb into your skin. Yeah. And what it does is those little oils have a bunch of omega fatty acids in them and they work like little puzzle pieces on your skin barrier. So, you know, your skin barrier is what protects you from environmental aggressors, helps keep in moisture. So your skin looks plump and youthful, but, um, you know, throughout the day, those free radicals, pollution, you know, rubbing on your skin, all those things create vulnerabilities in the skin barrier. So mm. that's why I love the oil because it helps to not only protect it, um, but, you know, again, also moisturize your skin. And again, it's not sitting on the surface when you have products that just, you know, act as a coating um, that doesn't offer your skin anything to like, you know, absorb those nutritive ingredients. It might yeah. help, you know, keep the moisture in, but it's not giving it anything. So I think the oil is like best of both worlds. It's helping repair your skin barrier that helps with all of you know, the moisture and the protection. Um, but it's, you know, still absorbing and giving you all of those antioxidants and anti-aging ingredients. Right. No, I, I love that. And I love that, that long-winded for a three-step routine, but that would be it. I wasn't trying to interrupt you really, because I love how you went into why these things are 
just the Hallmark products in the line. And I, you know, I wanted to actually, um, when you were talking about the moisturizer, I believe, um, you know, the, what was it? Not the, the ginger. Pure radiant, pure radiant yeah. oil? Yeah. No, no, not the oil, the cream. Oh, um, the, the Tribula Active Serum. Uh, active serum yes and when you were discussing that I wanted to just pause you and just talk more about chabula because I know that in you know green beauty and organic beauty and natural uh green, you know whatever but botany right botany beauty <laughs> um, <laughs> it's different right like uh naming conventions in terms of like the family and the genus of plants and stuff so I want to talk about like what is the main purpose of chabula what is chabula so chabula is a fruit that is grown typically in like, um, I want to say it's India, Middle East, um, and it's been used for centuries as like a very healing Ayurvedic um, ingredient. It, people don't eat it, but they have used it, you know, topically for centuries. Um, and that's something that is, it's a very sustainable ingredient. That's what we love about it also is, you know, since it's, it's not being consumed by people in eating ways. Um, we're not yeah. like taking more of it than it would already be used. Um, but it's been known to be so healing and have these really rich antioxidant properties. So typical antioxidants, you know, we all ha have used antioxidants in our skincare. We know that they're good for topical use and internal like digesting them because it helps with inflammation and kind of protecting us from those free radicals. So what happens when you apply a traditional antioxidant is, you know, the free radical is coming at your skin or anything. And that free radical or the antioxidant kind of goes, it does its job neutralizing that free radical, but then mm. it loses power. It kind of like, it's like having only so many arrows in the case, right? After a while, you have no more. Um, and so that protection goes away. But with Chibula, um, it's called a cascading antioxidant. And what that means is it can fight that free radical time and time again. We like to call it like a phoenix rising from the ashes because it just keeps on going. So you have longer windows of protection. So when you use it morning and night, you're going to be protected all day, all night. I love so that. That's what's so amazing about it. Yeah. No, it, 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 that sounds amazing. And I really, really enjoy that you have so much information on the website as well. So everyone listening, if you want a uh, really in-depth and um, really well-organized, actually, uh, in, you know, set of information about every product, you really need to go check out the website, truebotanicals.com um, for that really deep dive because, um, you know, the brand lists everything, clinical trials, they lift, you know, they, the, this is nice because Noelle's giving us like the, you know, the backstage like pass like information right now about it. But it's like, you know, if you go onto the website, that's it really does fill you in a lot. And I was reading about how there are no waxes, you know, you're not utilizing any wax in this product. And I wanted to ask you, what is the significance of that in the sense of like a green beauty or organic beauty perspective? Yeah. So I kind of talked a little bit about, um, in, when I was talking about the pure radiance oils, how they actually absorb into the skin and they're not just sitting on the surface. So traditionally a lot of moisturizers and we just came out with our Chibula Extreme Cream, um, mm. which is made with the Chibula plant that we were just talking about, but it's a really rich cream, but we don't use any like filler ingredients like no silicones or waxes. Um, and the 
reason why is because those silicones and waxes, they just lay on the surface of your skin. So what mm. that does is it creates a coating over your skin that yes, will keep in moisture, um, but it also blocks anything from absorbing nicely into the skin. And over time, um, it can cause congestion and, you know, increase the look and size of your pores, um, which is really unnecessary. You know, yeah. you don't need to have those waxes or silicones um, in these moisturizing ingredients because they're actually kind of counterintuitive in the way that coating your skin and actually preventing things from absorbing. Which well, it's not those moisturizing ingredients to absorb, right? Because you're probably really dry if you're using a cream. Um, and so, you know, that was like what was really exciting about the Chibula Extreme Cream and our founder, Hillary Peterson, you know, she was always like, I really wish we could make a cream, but she's like, I don't want to make it with waxes. I don't want to make it with silicones. And so when we made this, it was such a victory because it is, it's a challenge to make something that feels really delicious to go on the skin and satisfying and can, you know, perform without those ingredients. So it was really exciting when we came out with the Triple Extreme Cream because we did all of those things without having to use those compromising ingredients. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's actually really brilliant because, um, you know, what I'm starting to notice uh, as a trend is that there are these like, you know, tried and true approaches that a lot of organic brands take when it comes to formulating a moisturizer or a balm or, you know, because you're always going to see that nice balm in a natural organic brand, right? You, mm-hmm. There's a product and that's when I think of the wax idea right and you're always used to the same texture every brand but this is so amazing because um you know and I'm glad you brought up uh in terms of like how things soak in because when you mentioned the jojoba oil uh seed oil I was reading about that a few months ago and it was talking about how this specific oil the way it penetrates into the skin um, it allows for better vehicle delivery of, um, you know, micelles or anything that's a lipid-based carrier, mo- like, you know, of mm-hmm. the smaller stuff and the actives and stuff. And I think this is another brand that we were talking about this. But I found that to be very interesting because there are independent papers and, and studies about how this, speci- if you combine the oil with any other ingredient that's smaller, you know, it's going to help in the penetration, which yeah. I think is very counterintuitive to what most people think when they think of oils because what you said which is what we don't want that layer on top of our skin I feel like that's what everyone's been doing you know it's like social like well you put on the moisturizer then you put on your oil and that oil is the last step and I feel like everyone was just slathering on oil on top of the moisturizers so I think we were doing that exactly what you said we shouldn't be doing with oils yeah well and also you know not all oils are created equally so I think it's really when we talk about that it's we use seed oils. So they do have that smaller molecular structure Mm -hmm. where if you're using something like a coconut oil or even like some nut oils, those are much heavier. And so they do, they just sit on the surface. And that's why, you know, I always like when I'm talking to people about their skin and trying to figure out, is this a skin barrier problem, which, you know, most skin conditions are, uh, a skin barrier problem is, you know, I always ask like, you know, after you wash your skin, wash your face, does your skin feel so tight and dry? Like you have to put on your moisturizer. Um, and you know, oftentimes the answer is yes. And 
people are talking about what they're using and it's often these like really heavy, heavy, you know, wax-based creams or really um, nut oil oils that won't actually, you know, give your skin that nourishment and that moisturization that it needs. Yeah. And I think it's, it's a really interesting topic also and all, because I think with the oils, um, I actually just uh, mentioned this on my previous uh, recording was about how I'm trying this new routine right now, which is literally all oil. Like it's not no serums, nothing. Like I'm really experimenting because what I'm realizing is that you can use oils in very different ways, right? Which we all understand, but the way that you layer them is like, a make or break thing in terms of how everything else is working because this idea again the jojoba oil this is real like you know I've been doing my own like personal experiments and what I'm realizing is that the way we layer oils and understanding the difference between what what does a dry oil mean what does that mean right like how does that react in our skin we need a more clear understanding around the role of these like you know like lipid based products because again natural skincare brands they're in every brand you know Mm -hmm. the oil thing so um i find that to be very interesting i think that's really something that uh for me as a consumer stands out about true botanicals is that it's not just about uh putting all these ingredients in there it's really about understanding them and optimizing them so um i really you know i think that cream sounds amazing i'm really glad you guys aren't using like occlusive ingredients and you're able to like kind of deviate from that yeah yeah we use um in that one and specifically we use a mango butter Mm, which is actually it's like a breathable occlusive so it does allow other ingredients to penetrate through but it gives enough of that you know covering where it's going to help keep in moisture for those that are you know really dehydrated or um, super dry now one question I do have um is like and this is a random question but I've seen it a lot um is that you know we all went through that whole St. Ives like you know apricot scrub Mm -hmm. a physical exfoliant thing right but i always see that natural brands and uh, more botany based uh you know brands they always have an amazing scrub especially like a sugar scrub or like you know just something like like that a scrub you know that's the category and i want to ask you from your esthetician um point of view how much importance should we really be giving that uh, you know, that that trend about don't use any kind of physical exfoliating scrubs or is that just all hype? You know, it really depends. On the face, um, I do think a chemical exfoliant is best for most skin types. Um, but on the body, I always, you can think of like your skin on the body is very different than the skin on your face, right? I always think about the skin on my body, if you compare it to like cardboard, the skin on your face is like a piece of paper and then the skin around your eyes is like tissue paper. So you should treat them like so. Um, So I always say on the face, I would do something that's not a physical exfoliant, but on the body, um, you can definitely do physical exfoliants. And this is where scrubs can get really fun and exciting. Um, But you still want to make sure that you're using a scrub that you know, the ingredients that are actually scrubbing you are not going to, you know, cause those micro abrasions um, either. You want to make sure that you use like in our scrubs, we have like a really finely milled um, organic sugar or sandalwood powder. We also use, um, I'm just blanking on it right now. Um, 
it just left my mind. I don't even know. Um, but we, you know, making sure that those particles that are scrubbing your skin do have a really nice smooth surface because you don't ever want those micro tears, you know, on the body or on the face. Right. Exactly. No, I heard about, I heard about that, that, you know, brands started to create these like bead, bead like structures, you know, instead of having mm-hmm. the rocks, you know, that we were used to. But I mean, that's interesting though. I, I really liked your explanation that in terms of how we should look at the different areas, um, you know, the body when we're approaching that. I mean, I, I don't know. I've never really had a problem though. You know, that's where I get stuck. No, it's like, for me, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of overlapping between the trends and the facts in terms of what really happens to my skin. Because I remember when this whole craze came out about the scrub thing, again, I was really confused. Like, I've never had a bad reaction to like a, like a scrub for my face. Like I've, maybe because I'm not rubbing it to like take off skin. Mm -hmm. It definitely, you know, there is, with skincare, what's amazing about it is a lot of times I'm, asking people what their preferences are, you know, it all comes down to what works for you, what you enjoy doing. Um, And a lot of times if there are problems, sometimes it's just user error. So maybe you are using the scrub, you know, perfectly for your skin because you have, you know, that knowledge and background. Um, But I think also with skincare too, you know, people melting off their faces with like, you know, too many products, all of those things can happen. You just have to make sure that, you know, when you're going about it, you have the most information you can. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I agree. And I think that, you know, you've obviously done such an amazing job with True Botanicals. I love how everything's laid out for consumers and it's just so transparent. I really, really love that. And I can't help but, uh, you know, assume that it's because, you know, you're, you're there and you're really the you know, the, the lead and the medical aspect of it. And I'm really glad that you, you know, you have the training that you do because that's allowing, see, this is something that I really want to stress um, in terms of this podcast. Like you're, this is the kind of mentality that allows for real, you know, innovation and change and, and moving forward, right. In terms of not just the science, but consumer understanding. And I think, um, you know, a lot of conversations I've had with editors and like, people in terms of like, you know, when we talk about brands being more inclusive, brands thinking bigger, you know, uh, bigger scope things rather than just, you know, in the moment I've, they all said like to truly be an inclusive, anything, a business, you have to people who are, you know, not just experienced, but they have to have like multiple perspectives combined into what they, you know, how they see the things that they're working on. And so, you know, I'm really, really glad that this, is an example of that, you know, so I I really appreciate your time. Of course, my pleasure. Awesome. Um, Well, everyone listening, thank you so much for tuning in. And we are, you know, kind of doing a new thing at Skincare Anarchy, where we have started a brand new page on Instagram. So I would really appreciate it if you guys uh, moved on over to the new page. It's at Skincare Anarchy Podcast. And, you know, for us, Instagram is our main social media 
um, hub. It's our main platform. So we love all of our followers and, um, you know, it's, it's very reflective of how many of you are tuning in for us. So we would love it if you gave us a follow on that account as well. And stay tuned because we have some really great content uh, um, coming up in the next few months and just everything's going to be a little different, but way better, I think. So, uh, you know, stay tuned and I hope you really enjoyed this episode and we'll be back next time. Thank you so much.